The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. Should we build the wall? Ooh, I don't think so. I don't believe in it. Why would you say you, you don't believe in it? Uh, because um, I just don't think it's fair. It's time to talk money. What other suggestions would you have to assist Border Patrol from you know preventing any drugs, guns, people, smuggling people across the border? I think it it's all comes down to attitude. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. So if people are crossing it illegally, how do we get them to kind of do their fair share of paying taxes once they get a, one of those, fill one of those jobs or anything like that? Actually, I'm not concerned about necessarily paying taxes. Build that wall! Build that wall! Build that wall! Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on News Radio 930 WBEN, as well as down in Florida on WFTL. Thanks for joining us. Build that wall. We are now a record number of days in a government shutdown. See, Trump's breaking records all over the place. Here's yet another <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. Longest government shutdown in history. I, we are getting some really, really, really bad feedback. Are you okay, Ron? No, I'm getting no. a ton of static. No, yeah. yeah, I hear you, Mike. I don't know how I sound, but you, you definitely have feedback in your microphone. For yeah, sure. something, something is not right here, Frank. We're getting all kinds of feedback, and uh, so, I, I, it sounds like I have like a waterfall in my head. Yeah, I can hear that on my as, as well. And I sure. and I and and I know there's a bunch of people out there going, "No kidding, Mike." <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like your mic's almost too hot or something. Yeah, it's what's funny because I cannot like I you know, I hear you guys sitting next to me better than I do through my headset. So they government shutdown. They didn't. They didn't. There you go. Well, you got to put your mic on, even Ron. Yeah, your mic's not even on, Ron. You got to turn yours on. Um, we'll get through this. That's we'll what professionals out. do, right? Well, while he's fixing that, let me run down the list of all the stuff we're going to talk about today. This is the show where money meets politics. And so if you are new to the show, if you're down in the Florida market, you've never heard the show before, uh, this is the show we're going to talk about politics and money. We're going to talk about how government policy affects the stock market and the economy, right? So we've done this show for 20 years. By the way, two weeks from now will be our 20th anniversary on the air in western New York. It's hard to believe that 20 years has gone by so fast. But throughout those 20 years, we've often heard, why don't you guys talk more about money, not politics? What does politics have to do with money? Well, guess what? Here we are with a government shutdown mm. over border security and a border wall. It seems like it's having a lot of uh, impact yeah. on the economy add, and the stock market. Add Fed right? and trade to that, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> so that's add, right. Add the Absolutely. Fed and trade to that. By the way, uh, Frank did uh, stepped up to the plate and fixed my. Uh, You're still a little hot on my end. Speaker, buddy. really? Better, better, mm. but not great. I'll say it that way. Yeah. But you sent me this article. <laughs> like, if shutdown lasts two more weeks, the cost of the economy will actually exceed the price of. Trump yeah, and it's not the cost. The Democrats have never been once in their whole life been fiscally responsible, right? They could care less about you know. 
not worrying about you. you ta- even that lady in the intro there. Well, well, I'm not really concerned about paying taxes. No, because you're a moron. Because you don't understand exactly how the system works. Number one. Number two. You're yeah. probably one of these good old liberal Democrats that don't pay taxes. So why would you be concerned? <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm not really concerned about that. <laughs> no, really? Because somebody else. I guess, Mike, you and I could be. Ron, you too. We we can all as taxpayers be concerned about that. <laughs> no. I'm guessing she doesn't actually pay taxes, right? Yeah, so, no. No, of course not. She's more concerned about that. Uh, believe me. No. We'll pay their uh, share so, for them. <laughs> what's that? We'll pay their share for them. Yeah, your microphone's still low. Mike, yeah. your microphone's hot, Frank. Uh, Ron's is low. I can't, I, obviously, I can't tell myself, so. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll get we'll, we'll get that fixed yeah. at some point here for sure. Uh, I got some other stuff that we're going to play today. So we are going to play some clips from President Trump's, I thought, fantastic speech. I mm. thought he nailed it. I, I did thought, too. You know, we talked about this morning on the TV show. I thought he did an awesome job. He wasn't emotional. Right. He laid it out matter of fact. He cited a number of statistics, and he did it all in about eight or nine minutes, so, which somebody, I thought was great. Somebody sent us a body language. Was it you, Ron? Somebody sent yeah. me a body uh, language. John Thur, I think. John Thur. John yeah. Thur, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, reading his body language and just it, and it was uh, but it, it had, they actually also read the body language of Nancy Pelosi and and Chucky Schumer, which you know I mean those two clowns they they what just, a horrible look uh, they, they set that really, set up for that they should have had do. a pitchfork in their hand from uh, right we're gonna put you guys right next to each other at a podium yeah. as stiff as we can possibly make you <laughs> look right. as miserable as here, possible that's yeah. right Chuck here's your role right. while Nancy's spewing whatever she talks about you glare at the camera because yeah. that's gonna help <laughs> right. that'll win over and, the American people and by the way what we're gonna do is we're going to tell them that we're gonna respond with facts but not have one lined up oh, that right. was great that was <laughs> not great. one well tonight we're gonna respond to Trump's fear mongering yeah, with the facts. facts. The fact is, is he's fear-mongering, and that's all he's doing, because I don't have any facts that could possibly review right. his facts. You know, amazingly, some of these news networks came out ahead of time and said, well, we're going to have all fake stuff tonight. He's going to be he's going to be a liar. Yeah. And yet, when it came to Obama, he, I mean, there's so many lies, right? You can keep your doctor. Yeah. Your health care premium is going to go yep. down. Even things like rape on college campus, mm. he cited this one in five statistic that they all ran with, including Kristen yeah. Gillibrand, by the way, who just basically is gearing up to make a presidential yeah. run. E- even the good, no the, fact behind that whatsoever. Yeah, the, in fact, the opposite. Yeah, the good news on Obama. the economy when it was actually growing at less than two percent a year, absolutely pitiful. Right? That's right. The, the real message, if you wanted to say the truth, was, hey, this is the worst recovery ever, ever from a recession, ever. The, <laughs> the sad thing is, is that the the media. The media comes out and goes, well, Nancy Pelosi, they talked about refuting facts. You know, can we can we look at even the New York Times had to come out and say, actually, President Trump was factual. And actually, <laughs> oh, all the statistics oh. he cited came from the Department of Homeland Security. Oh. Uh, even they had to admit it. You, I, you sent me this one, Ron. It's the uh, CNN anchor. They were looking for somebody to do a, uh, a part on the wall. Oh, so the local re- story from San Diego. San yeah. Diego. Great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, CNN had reached out to a local affiliate in San Diego to try and get some feedback on the the border skirmish in the wall. Well, as as the CNN guy was talking to the local affiliate, it, he kind of got the impression that the guy was in favor of the wall, and it turns out he wouldn't. Then they dropped the story. They wanted nothing to do with it at that point. <laughs> so the guy, the anchor, the local affiliate's like, Actually, the wall really did stop a yep. lot of people. Oh, oh, uh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. We're, we're just going to move on. Back to regular programming. <laughs> 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 Nothing to see here. Oh, man. Stop <laughs> him. Stop him. Cut stop him. Oh, no. Back, that, that's classic. Back to regular programming. Take it away, Brian Stelter. <laughs> <Back to regular laughs> <programming. laughs> <Not. laughs> 
Take it away, Brian. Yeah. Oh, man. I love it. You can't make I it up. I love it. You guys, I'm sure, caught Jim Acosta, right? Did you see him down at the wall? <laughs> oh, he had I another mean, that's, one that's yesterday. funny. Let me play a little clip of this because this, okay. this is too priceless not to actually play here. So hang on one second. Let me get this. <laughs> Did you see Trump goes, there's just some people that are just dumb. They're just yeah, dumb. They're just dumb. Amazing. And here are some of the steel slats that the president's been talking about uh, right here. Uh, as you can see, yes, you can see through these slats to the uh, other side of the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, but as we're walking along here, we're not seeing any kind of uh, imminent danger. Huh. There are no migrants trying I to wonder why uh, that rush is. toward this fence uh, huh. here in the McAllen, Texas area. Yeah. As a matter of fact, there are some other businesses uh, behind me along this yeah. highway. There's Perfectly a gas safe. station, Burger King, and so on. Protected by that uh, fence. no sign yeah. of the national <laughs> no emergency that the president has been no, talking about. No, not at that fence. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's pretty tranquil down here. Yeah, pretty wow. tranquil. Because maybe they're hey, at the places where there's out. no fence. That's right. Hey, here's a news flash, Jim. FYI. Why don't you check part of the border where there is no fence. I mean, what an idiot. You can't, he, he owns himself. Like, that's the best part. Yeah. CNN is not bright enough to fire this clown. So no. they spend money flying him down to Texas, McAllen, yeah. Texas. Pick the one area so where there can, is a fence. <laughs> here I am at this wall. Nobody trying to get across it. No migrants here. No. Seems to be working, Jim. Yeah. Seems to be working. Glenn, he did oh, it again yesterday. Man. This time he went in front of the, the Rio Grande <laughs> River and said, look, no one's crossing. <laughs> Oh my, my favorite God. is another barrier. There's a few of them out there though, where people are saying, like, actually trying to get videos to say nobody's crossing, and then they're crossing. Right. <laughs> Six months ago, yeah, MSNBC <laughs> was down there on the border while they were looking yeah. at some of Trump's prototypes, and yeah. as they were running the newscast, the like, a dozen the people just jumped right over the fence. <laughs> That's right, and they ran across the back. I remember they that. They ran across the background. There was no like, fence. Uh, they ran it through the river yep. and ran, yeah. ran right over. The best part is the end of the video. The smug look on his face. I'll take a screenshot and send yeah. it out. But the smug look on, like, see, I'm right. No, Jim. We, no, you just owned yourself, you moron. We Seriously. played a little bit of the uh, Obama <laughs> law. There was an anchor last week that tried to go to see Obama's house to actually get a videotape of the wall. Not only is there a wall around the house, we think, because there's walls around the neighborhood now and multiple layers of walls. So there's a concrete right. barrier wall, <laughs> then a the fence, and then there's people with guns protecting all that. Yeah, I heard that. So you even, can't even get down to his house. They even the street off. They yeah. have concrete barriers on you the street. You, you can't, can't get down the street to his house. And you can't right. make this. We'll talk more about the hypocrisy so of the left, Glenn. You said we'll, later in the show we'll talk about uh, Venice Beach. And, uh, yeah, great We'll article. see if those liberals really live up to their to their garbage. You know, Oh, open, loving, all-inclusive. Oh, oh, wait, my neighborhood. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, 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 you're oh not, you're not my house. Oh. <laughs> you're not putting that tent up on my $10 million property, are you? Oh, no. oh wait, wait. You're shooting heroin on, on my lawn. Wait a minute now. That's not right. This, this, is, this is, honest to God, this is a, a wonderful piece out of The Hollywood Reporter. L.A.'s battle for Venice Beach. Homeless surge puts Hollywood's progressive ideals to the test. Guess what? It's the, they, they failed the test. Yeah. <laughs> They're failing Miserably. the test. I they mean, they fail it every so day. We'll they, they ride around in their in their wow. four hundred thousand dollar Lamborghinis, right? Yeah. They're multi 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 million dollar homes, right? Saying everybody can be loving and inclusive and just include them, but yeah. they don't invite them in their house. Yeah. So we're mm. gonna tear. We're gonna talk about this article. Yeah. We're gonna tear that apart. We're gonna talk about the shutdown. What it means to uh, the economy if it continues. Some of the uh, some of the lasting effects that we might see. We're also gonna talk about some of the things that Democrats have funded 
that cost more than the border wall, including Ooh. rural utility service. Because apparently there's parts of this country that we don't have electricity yet. I wasn't aware. <laughs> no. I wasn't aware. But no. I guess it also includes Wi-Fi. So that's, that's, that's important. Right. So broadband access to small communities, way more important than the the drug epidemic in our country and human trafficking. That's I'm just right. saying. No. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk you about see where their priorities things. are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're also going to talk a bit about the, the Como, uh, the new gun proposal, the extended background checks and some of the other garbage that's coming out in New York State. And you wonder why people are fleeing in droves, mm-hmm. right? We're not going to steal too much thunder on that because we'll have Carl uh, Palladino and uh, Russ Thompson in studio next week to talk about it as well. They'll be filling in uh, for us so we can take a much-deserved break and gear up for our uh, 20th anniversary show. Uh, so we'll get a little bit to that. And then, of course, we'll always take your calls and questions here. If you have questions on you and your money, it's been an extremely volatile market. Uh, we did have a couple of great sessions this week, three sessions, a noon, a four, and a six, all full with our uh, chi- uh, charter financial analyst, uh, and Investment Committee member John Third did a fantastic job. We were able to record the first session uh, audio recording that we will have linked up to our website here shortly. So by the end of the show, if it's not already done, you can go to our website, financialguys.com, click on the link. It's about an hour, so you can listen to John Thur's economic uh, update. It was uh, very well attended. We had a lot of requests for people that wanted to go back and listen to that. So uh, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. But, of course, you want to join us here, 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call on a cell, 1-800-616-9236. You've got Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and Ron Wasco in office, or in office, in studio here on News Radio 930. We'll be right back on WBEN. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and Ron Wasco in studio here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Again, if you want to join us, local number 8030930. Star 930 is a free call on a cell. And again, 1 800 616 9236. If you're outside the area, down in Palm Beach, down in Fort Lauderdale, uh, up in Toronto, uh, 803, uh, 1-800-616-9236 is that toll-free number. Also, you can always go to the text line at 3930-30930, and we'll be going through uh, some of the text board as well. Uh, text came in, bring up de Blasio's press conference on Thursday. I actually missed that. I was traveling yeah. Thursday, so I didn't catch that. I'm assuming he was talking about his new plan that's not going to cost the taxpayers any money. But not a penny. Not a penny. Not a penny. To give what, uh, whatever, how many of the big number, you know, what, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands or, or yeah, 40, a free health care. Yeah. Free health care, yeah. Yeah, no, not because a penny, though. Good. Not it won't cost, free. Don't worry. It's it won't cost taxpayers anything. I'm yeah. assuming that's what you're referring so to. So now the rest of you that have going to work, there's there's many of you listening at work right now. You have to pay for your health care. But the illegals, he doesn't want that. And it, But don't worry. It's not going to cost you a penny. So just keep working today. You'll be able to keep more of your own money. Right. Doesn't it's make a any, joke. It, that's a total yeah. joke. It is. It's ridiculous. So it's uh, whatever. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure like everything else, it'll 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 yeah. be fine. You know, it'll work out like all uh, the liberal progressive oh, policies they, work Like out, they right? all do. Like, remember, like the website and everything else. It'll be fine. Like Obamacare, you keep your doctor. And the taxes in New York State will just go down, not up. That's no, Don't worry about it. Not a thing. Um, sounds to me like the Russians are tapping your mics. Ooh, Chris. Yeah, and I, I we do we are having mic problems today, yeah. and I, I I will apologize for the sound quality. I'm not quite sure what the yeah. problem is, but 
I'm getting text messages that my mic is too low. I'm getting messages that it's too hot. Yeah. I don't know to turn it up, turn it down. I, you I, sound, I do you, so. you guys sound fine to me, but I don't know. I'm not the end user the, the, here. The, Ron sounds the best, so maybe we should get let's just let Ron. <laughs> Sweet. We're out of here. Bye. See you guys. <laughs> Good luck, Ron. <laughs> Early Have weekend. fun. Guys, the wall is not fair to the Dems and the enemies of the country. That's true. Yeah. That well, and that's exactly why the Democrats don't want it. Well, they want the votes. They want the votes. Pretty obvious to me, yep. right? Pretty obvious to me. So they don't want no voter ID, so we don't have to ask you who you are, and we'll let anybody in the country because they're losing the black vote. And that's going to crush them. And, and it's going to continue to happen. Yep. Did you see Stephen Miller when he was interviewed by Wolf Blitzer on CNN? I did not. When no. Wolf tried to pin him down on uh, the Democrats being for border security, and Stephen Miller's like, how are the Democrats for border security? They voted against Kate Law, Kate's law. They voted yep. for sanctuary cities. They voted against anything to do that would actually hold the legals accountable and we'll say uh well we want to move on from that <laughs> exactly dennis miller is so smart you're not going to catch him no. you know he's not letting those types of things slide right he's yeah. not letting those types of of, uh, of comments slide here's the thing though this is what amazes me i don't quite understand this we have all kinds of evidence that liberal progressive policies fail right yep. we have all kinds of evidence that certain things work you can go. There's no doubt when you. In fact, I saw an interview with uh, Obama's former border. It was Obama's former border chief, and he said, "Funny, because look, the walls work. Yeah. The places where we have walls, we have less A issues." With ask, people Israel. Across the border. ask Israel. Right? <laughs> ask Israel. Ask Israel. And he goes, "That's not to say." He goes, "The argument is that you know, more more drugs actually come through our ports of entry, mm -hmm. coming through our our checkpoints on the border, than come across areas without checkpoints." Right. But that's like saying, okay, if 60% of the drugs come through points of entry, just do we forget about the other 40% of the drugs? Yeah. Well, no, of course not. Well, how we about want to close those areas up, too. Uh, that's right. And one of the things a wall will do is it'll continue to funnel that in, funnel the drugs into a certain area where we can concentrate, concentrate on them and absolutely. make a better yep. effort to, right. to grab them, right? Create, so right. create choke if, points. It's the whole point behind it. Absolutely. You make it almost impossible for it to come nowhere else but through those border entries. And then you stiffen up the security yep. to do that. And if we've got, you know, 40 million people that we can pay to sit at home every day and never, ever try to go out and get a job, I think we have the resources to be able to do some we of that We can find stuff. a couple oh, people. Yeah. Well, that's a good opportunity, Mike, to talk about some of the things that the Democrats have paid for uh, that, and the government has spent money on that does not include a wall, but what they felt are very important things. So here's a list of the things that Democrats have funded that cost more than the border wall, Okay. Uh, now, the border wall, Trump is asking for $5.7 billion to fund the wall. That's just to start, that's, but just that's okay. Yep. Here's some of the things, that, according to the government, uh, Citizens Against Government Waste, rural utility service. This program costs taxpayers $8.2 billion a year hmm. and has no actual purpose after its original intent. <laughs> Bringing electricity to rural, honestly, God, bringing electricity to rural communities was long ago achieved. It's now being used to bring broadband access to small communities, there you go. usually with populations of less than 20,000. Mm. However, there's no indication the beneficiaries of this expensive government agency actually appreciate the program, and the majority <laughs> of its prospects <laughs> projects are not completed on time or within budget. No, no, no way. No. Uh, that can't here's be. Here's uh, one. Sh uh, sugar subsidies. As Democrats frequently intone, uh, face, uh, America faces a health crisis. Mm. Why don't they tell us that it's largely of their own making as Congress subsidizes the production of unhealthy foods like sugar and high fructose corn syrup? That's funny, is it? Uh, so so now right? you can't buy a big pop in New York State. Right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, it will subsidize but, it. That just seems like really bright. Yeah, six there you go. Billion, six billion a year, a year 
goes to fund wow. uh, a sugar subsidy. That could build a lot of wall. Build a lot of wall. That's $6 billion a year. That That's accomplishes right. what Trump wants to accomplish. Exactly. I Here's would think he Buffalo. knows his numbers, too. He's built a lot of buildings on oh, yeah. time. That's yeah. right. Under budget. Under budget. Yeah. Under budget, right? Here's one that we'll remember in western New York for an absolute disaster that it was. Community Development Grant. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. These grants were created in the 70s to revitalize failing American cities. The program has almost always been plagued with dysfunction. No with way. Grants going to wealthy communities and other recipients failing to produce accountability. Yes. Or, or, uh, or it was the friends and family plan with some of that money. Yeah. Right. Some right. of it Remember went Western into- New York? We lost it. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Because they said, here's, here's the $5 billion we got. Yes. Oh, oh, here, just break it up amongst yourselves and spend. They spend it on chicken barbecues. <laughs> and that uh, yeah. And I, I think, that. didn't the some of that money go to, was that, was that the One Sunset? It or was, was that? Yes. Right. Yes, yeah, One yeah, Sunset. The restaurant, that went, yep. the restaurant that went to the friends and family plan of some of the officials right. that didn't actually ever have any. Uh, experience of running a restaurant. I think restaurant. it was one of Byron Brown's buddies, yes, if I remember. it was. Yeah. That's right. Remember, though, the feds came in and said, you were you, you abused this program so much that we're taking it away for next year until you figure it out. And it wasn't until the control board came in that we yes. actually got that money back. Well, that would save the government and the taxpayers. I shouldn't say save the Excuse me. I, I misspoke. Yeah. That would save the taxpayers $15 billion over five years. Yeah. How well, about the United Nations? You think we could cut a little bit there? In 2016, U.S. donated $10 billion to the U.S. <clears throat> okay, there's an Amtrak, $9.7 billion over the next five years. Do you think maybe we could spin off Amtrak to a private company? Yes. As opposed to continuing I, to Wait, wait, wait. I thought we paid for Amtrak. I thought... Does it? Yeah. Don't you uh-huh. pay like you get yes. on Amtrak? And, yeah. yeah. I don't but think s- they'd last too long if uh, you did. Huh. Well, but here's the thing. Somehow the, the cargo freight... Look, they found I assure yeah. you, either people it would go away completely, or yeah. other other companies would find a way to step up and yeah. make it happen. And well, they, yes, it actually, they'd they'd actually money run it efficiently and profitable mm-hmm. is what That's they right. do. Tom Let's and Harry, by phone. the way, are up on deck. I All promise right, we'll, we'll get, get to your you. phone call as soon as we. There's more, folks. There's more. Oh, yeah. it, gets more to come. it gets better. It gets better. Stay yeah. tuned. You've got the financial guys. You want to join us? We'll get to the phones right after this. 803-0930, star nine thirty. News throughout the week, by the way, folks. We manage money for a living. Six three three one five one five. We'll be right back. You've got the financial guys here on News Radio nine thirty WB. In February, you introduced the Assault Weapons Ban and Law Enforcement Protection Act of 2007. It would regulate semi-automatic assault weapons, including weapons that have pistol grips, a forward grip, and something called a barrel shroud. Weapons with a barrel shroud would be regulated. What's a barrel shroud, and why should we regulate it? I actually don't know what a barrel oh, shroud. Okay, because it's in your it's a legislation. Shoulder thing that goes up. No, it's not. You're listening to The Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. All right, welcome back to The Financial Guys. These clowns don't even know what they're, they're trying to ban. <laughs> I know. That's the best part. They don't even know. You what don't even that? know what, what right actually is. is a barrel shroud. Well, it's the thing on the. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. But it's your legislation. Yeah. That's the best part. You wrote the legislation. If, see, if they only focused on the on the scumbags out there, the bad guys with the gun, if they spent their time focused on these bad people, things would get better. They focus one hundred percent of their efforts on good people with guns. Absolutely, that one hundred percent of their efforts. And the liberal attorneys that are writing these, this legislation on behalf of these yeah. legislators don't even know Mm-mm. what the gun you, components are that they're trying no to ban. They've you never handled one in their life. You don't even right. know what a write-off is, do you? 
No, no I don't. exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> but before we go to the phones, I wanted to mention one more thing, and again, that is uh, some of this foreign, you know, this aid stuff. But before I do, uh, I do want to mention that we do manage money for a living. So mm-hmm. if you are obviously in the Western New York market, you know that number six three three one five one five. We have a team of investment professionals that focus on everything from you know portfolio management to retirement planning. We have certified Social Security claiming strategists, college planning experts, divorce financial analysts. Uh, and so much more. We have uh, Medicare. Medicare is huge. Right? If you're turning, 65? yeah, yeah 19, okay. I think it was in 1954. Now, yes, 1954. Yeah. Yep. So 1954. If you are born in 1954, you really should call one of our independent Medicare experts and make sure you get the right plan. And it does not cost you a penny. You can drive all around town and try to learn all the plans yourself, or you can sit down with one of our independent AHIP certified. That's a certification for Medicare. Uh, independent reps that can help you navigate through everything. And let me just add one other thing, Glenn, if that's okay. The, you know, it, you know, people say, well, when should I interview a different planning firm? I'll tell you what we've been doing. We've had breakouts. We have a bunch of breakouts all week. Uh, you know, some of our clients have been with us long enough, and they don't get nervous when the market does what it's doing. They know we're rebalancing. They know we're taking advantage of it. But some of them are nervous, and it was a great opportunity for us to get multiple people in a room, 50 at a time, and a chartered financial analyst to talk about what's been going on, what we're trying to do, what we're looking at in the future. You know, is your planner doing breakouts like that? Is your planner embracing technology? And what I mean by that is not making crazy moves, but are you in a plan that automatically or slowly rebalances to try to take advantage of volatility, or are you just stuck? And these are things that, you know, you ask yourself if you're interested in popping into our office, interviewing our team, 633-1515. It is a free consultation. You know, one other thing I'll mention regarding healthcare is that if you're retiring before you're 65, before you are eligible to draw Medicare, yep. you can't really draw Medicare early like you can Social Security at 62. Yep. So a lot of people retire at 60 or 62. They start drawing the Social Security. And then what do you do for that three years between the time that you're not eligible for Social Security or uh, for Medicare, Medicare, but you no longer have your company employment plan? We can help there, too. Mm-hmm. April Hartloff does a great job with not only group health insurance plans, but uh, she can also do individual health insurance plans to bridge that gap mm-hmm. to get you from 62 or 63 until you're eligible she, at 65. She was saying, by the way, healthcare uh, that uh, some of the plans have actually gone down this year. Amazing. Uh, yeah, like I'm, not I, our plan. I, I, not, not our plan. I don't know how that could have been with Trump. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he hated everybody. And well, thought, Obama's policies are finally kicking oh, in. Like, oh, that's see? it. That's yeah, that's it. See it. that? Yeah, that's. He it. said that. T- he said that rates would go down. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It just it's just so eight eight years later after he's out of office now. Now they're starting to work, right? Wasn't Amazing. quite as shovel-ready as he thought. Huh. Looks like deregulating a few things <laughs> is actually maybe starting to work in a little bit. Yeah, lo and behold. <laughs> All right, before we go to the phones, one more thing I want to mention, uh, or at least I want to uh, talk about before we be on the border wall. And this is really ridiculous. We're talking about $5.7 billion out of a budget that's $4.7 trillion. But here's something that we could really easily cut. Foreign aid. Mm-hmm. American Absolutely. taxpayers currently spend more than $50 billion a year helping to develop foreign countries. Here's the thing. I'm not saying cut off all foreign aid, but many of these recipients are not known for being America's closest allies. No, no, no. Let's go down a list. Egypt, South Sudan, Uganda, right? Russia. We're sending billions to Russia. The Democrats are jumping up and down going, Russia, Russia, Russia. Right. Uh, and they, they, but they have no problem <laughs> sending them a check. Most of that money, big chunks of that money right, end up in the right drug lord's hands, yep. everybody else. That's is right. Totally mismanaged. If Absolutely. We, that's right. If we just cut that by 10%, just cut it, or just pick a country that hates us, like yeah. the Sudan, let's say, <laughs> there or you maybe go. the Congo. I don't know. <laughs> right. Or maybe Russia. Who knows? Right. If we just took one or just 
percent across the board, we'd have the five billion just like that. It's not and about so the money with them. No, clearly, exactly. clearly, clearly they could care show. less about the money. It does, That's but right. absolutely to your point, Obviously. it just goes to show what kind of scumbags these these liberals are right now. They don't care about anything except for trying to win the next election. It's not about America with these folks. It's not about protecting you, and it's certainly not about money. They have never, ever, ever been fiscally responsible in their life, ever. It's about power for them. Ever. Power exactly. for them. Yep. They wake up Monday through Friday thinking about how the government can take money out of your pocket and how they can control more things. Never, ever, ever do they wake up and go, boy, we should really think about a more business-friendly environment for all the small businesses out there and the middle-class folks that are trying to earn a living building up a company. <laughs> never, 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 never. 100% about how they can grab more of your assets. That's right. All right, let's go to the phones. Yep. Which, uh, you want to go right down the line here, Tom and yeah. Amherst? Sure. Mr. Tom and Amherst, how are you, sir? Thanks for holding. Good. How are you? We are wonderful. Fantastic. I'm not sure if you guys saw online this week station KUSI uh, reporting on the border wall. CNN yes. has asked them to get a local view of the border wall and come on CNN to report it. Yes. Sent the reporter to the border wall, interviewed a number of border agents. They all said where there is the wall. It's working great. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Tom. That's how we started the show, and then they said, "Oh, <laughs> better we better get off that." <laughs> that's my favorite it, story it. of the week. That really yeah, is. Yeah, it's uh, unreal, isn't it, Tom? Unreal. But it was. <laughs> Let's go back to regular programming, as Ron said. That's it. <laughs> Take it away, Brian Stelter. <laughs> back to you in studio. <laughs> Could you imagine the panic back in the studio? What is, what is, what is going on? <laughs> what did Clinton do when uh, Lauer, Matt Lauer was uh, tough with her? We're, we're all you're all gonna roast or something? Oh yeah, <laughs> all gonna hate when, um, yeah. or when Chris Cuomo had I think it was um, Chris Collins on and he was stating facts and he got cut off. He's like, oh that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember there was a montage I think we played a while ago where CNN had all these people that started to state facts and they cut off like oh oh I yep. guess we lost satellite feed yep oh, I guess we dropped the connection <laughs> oh sorry I guess that call dropped you know <laughs> uh, Tom we'll give you the final thoughts here I didn't mean to cut you off no I just want no that's perfectly I just wanted to mention I thought that was absolutely oh, it was priceless yes it's priceless yep. it just shows you either they're they either they don't care or they're dumb they're, it's they all about agenda. propaganda they for them agenda. it's yep. a propaganda arm for the democrat party and and they well, the, the blinders are off now everybody can see what their true colors are no doubt these people are, are either naturally stupid or they're putting forth a tremendous effort. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They think we're stupid. That's right. That's what it is. They think we're stupid. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, there's about 50% of, of the population that is. So yeah. they're That's half right. right. They're half right. Hey, thanks, Tom. Don't be thanks strange to your show, Tom. buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go All out right. to Harry in Buffalo. Harry, how are you? I'm okay. Uh, I wanted to talk about a trip I took to Mexico. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was in a vacation with a girlfriend in Phoenix. And I talked. Uh, I had rented a car, and uh, I wanted to go into Mexico to uh, Puerto Penasco was suggested. It's it's not a uh, uh, a real uh, tourist destination that's guarded with perimeters with people with guns. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what I saw. You're a brave man, by the way. Yeah, I know. Well, and stupid because I I really didn't realize at the time. 
to begin with, the rented car, I, you, they, you've got to sign papers when you rent, rent a car that you will not take it into Mexico. Hmm. <laughs> but that, you being one to flaunt the rules, I love it. But go ahead. <laughs> I, I borrowed my girlfriend's brother's car and had to buy Mexican insurance because the insurance is not transferable. Hmm. So I, we, we drove down, and I went through uh, Lukeville, and I was told when I bought the insurance to get inside at night or get out of Mexico. That's what I was told in a, in a hotel room. Huh. And when, when I, I, came, I came back on the road down, to begin with, you're on a dirt road through a desert, with, with markers that are broke down and everything else, so you're not even sure you're on the right road in the desert to begin with. I came back at dusk through, uh, I can't remember the name of the town at Lukeville, on the Mexican side, but I got a real dose of the Wild West with people driving pickup trucks with one fender, one headlight, the back loaded with other people that are uh, obviously were intoxicated, and I wouldn't even go into the, the, uh, uh, the little store that was there for souvenirs because they just wanted to get out of Mexico, to tell you the truth. Yeah. So these people that talk about going to Mexico and the people that are there are out of their minds. And if you think you don't need, you don't need a, a, a wall around there, you're absolutely wrong because it's miles and miles and miles of nothing. Yeah. There's nobody to stop anybody from doing anything. Yep. Even in the tourist, I really appreciate you sharing that story with us. Even in the tourist areas now, uh, like uh, a Cancun, the murder rates have soared. You go back like five, ten years, it was like, yeah, maybe six murders, maybe 12 murders. Last year there was 280 yep. or something wow. like that. It, I mean, it's, it's really it's doubled in the last 12 months. Yep. And so the answer even is some not, of those areas are not even safe. And, and don't think for a second a lot of those folks do not want to come over. They, they want to be over here, right? There's the money here to sell the drugs. That's, well, that's, that's what they see. They see dollar signs. Blame the people from there for wanting to flee, but also the truth of the matter is, they're not exactly the desirable people we want here either. Well, that's exactly right. And, and you know, look that's at, right. I mean, the, you know, uh, America is not the, uh, you know, the dumping grounds for the rest of the world, right? And, and the fact of the matter is, geographically, we do not have anywhere near the type of a space to be able to fit everybody in, right? I mean, by the, if we said to ourselves, okay, we want to bring everybody in who's poor and, 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 and bring them into America, right? That would do nothing, zero, to change the problems around the world, zero. But even if we had the space, here's some of the problems why? that I have. Yeah, why do it? Is Number one, the, the doctors and engineers are not sneaking over the border. No, right. Okay? No, that's so, right. You know, the, 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 Let the me tell doctorate you something. degree. Certified electricians are not sneaking no, over the border. exactly, right? So those are not the <laughs> yeah. ones sneaking in, number one. But number two, those that are coming in oftentimes are not coming in to assimilate. Some are, and don't get me wrong. Some are coming here saying, I want the American mm -hmm. dream. But just like New Yorkers flee New York and move to Florida, and they vote for the same stupid liberal policies in Florida that they fled in New York. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we have to be very careful about taking America and turning it into Venezuela. And you're seeing that now with even some of the politicians. Who do you think that they're they're who do you think Akasha Cortez is is pandering to? Lowest mm -hmm. common yeah. denominator. Yep. Exactly. Well, and, exactly. and proof by the way, Glenn, is they're waving their own flags at our border. 
Absolutely. <laughs> they're not yeah, waving they're not American flags. They're not carrying flags. the American flag yeah. to Mexico. That's they're right. They're carrying the Honduran flag to That's Mexico right. or the whatever flag to Mexico, yeah. right? Well, Glenn, That's and the richest different. irony that you brought up with the foreign aid, one of the reasons behind us giving them any money was so that they could develop their own country so we don't get an influx of them here to begin with. Yeah. And not working out so hot. No, not at all. Harry, thanks for the call, buddy. Don't be a stranger to the show. Yeah, great story. Really do Uh, appreciate it. We've got Charlie, uh, Gina, and Rambo Jim up on deck. We want to take a real quick break? Yeah, let's take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll get to your calls. I also, I do want to read a couple of experts, uh, excerpts, excerpts, excerpts from this article. Uh, L.A.'s battle for Venice Beach, homeless surge puts Hollywood's progressive ideals to the test. And I'll give you a hint. They're failing the test. So you'll you want to hear some of this. No. I, I, by the way, if you want to read the whole article, it's quite long. It's about eight pages. I did post it to our Twitter feed, at FinGuys. So follow us on Twitter. Again, at FinGuys. Like us on Facebook. And, of course, as always, if you want a, a replay of our economic summit this week with John Thur, or just general information, if you want to contact us as well, send us a question via email. You can do that all through our website at FinancialGuys.com. So stay tuned. You've got the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and Ron Wasco in studio. We'll be right back here on News. Radio 930 WBEN. It's a write-off for them. How is it a write-off? They just write it off. (laughs) Write it off what? Jerry, all these big companies, they write off everything. You don't even know what a write-off is. (laughs) Do you? No, I don't. (laughs) But they do. And they're the ones writing it off. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All right, welcome back. Take it. Got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, and Ron Wasco in studio with us here. I just got a text from Kelsey. She says 95%, so... It is still what she calls rendering. I'm not sure what that means, but she's uploading the video, or not the video, but the audio of John Thur's Economic Summit now, and it's 95% done, and uh, probably in the next 10 minutes or so, it'll be available on the website. So financialguys.com, you can click on the link there, and uh, you can go ahead if you want and listen to a replay, audio replay of John Thur's Economic Commentary that we had about yeah. probably 160 or so people through. Uh, this past week to to see the presentation. Yeah, just so. trying to update our clients on the volatility, you know, and and really just sort of get a game plan of hey, what's happened? Why did why are we here? And what do we see going forward? And then what changes are we making? So, you know, really one of our dreams a long time ago was to be able to have an in-house educational center, and we have that now at our headquarters at 305 Spindrift. So. Great opportunity, and if your planners are not updating you on what's going on, you know, and having these types of breakouts, you can use our team as a resource. Six three three one five one five. Glenn, are you okay with? I just want to bring up Charlie. Yeah, speaking Charlie Sparazza, absolutely. All right, he is locked and loaded. Charlie, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Charlie, sorry to keep you on hold. There, Fantastic. Buddy. That's all right. I like being on hope. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> you're a patient man. Charlie, you're going to be uh, leading up another educational breakout at our headquarters. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing there. Well, well you know, like you're talking about this wall protecting us. We spend a lot. I've been spent 38 years trying to help people protect what you guys are building. They're building wealth, but then we leave out that piece of how to protect it in the event of a long-term care disability, uh, premature death. There's a lot of different things that people should be using, and this seminar will cover a lot of that, how to protect it. It will also talk a little bit about what documents they need legally, you know, should they have a power of attorney. There are all these things that are very important in protecting 
what they spent a lifetime accumulating. Hmm. Um, what's the date on that and then times? What's that? I'm sorry? Uh, dates and times. That's going to be on February, uh, I'm sorry, January 24th, 1 o'clock, right at the training center, 305 Spindrift. And then again on January 31st um, in the library, in the library uh, at 1 o'clock as well. They're both going to be the same uh, the same information, but, but the nice thing about it is there's no cost. You come in, you get educated, and that's what we do best is educate people. Yeah, January 24th, 1 o'clock, and then the 31st at 1 o'clock, 633-1515. Uh, seating is limited, so if you're interested in ta- learning how to protect your money, pass it on to the next generation, but really asset protection and protecting your all your, the wealth that you've accumulated, again, I would encourage you to grab a seat sooner rather than later, 633-1515. You can leave your name and number and the number of folks attending uh, over the weekend, and somebody will get back to you and make sure that seat has been reserved. 633-1515. Thanks, Charlie. Have a great weekend, buddy. Thanks. All right, buddy. We'll see you on Monday. All right, again, 633-1515. And go to our website to find out all the upcoming sessions we have, not only like Charlie Sparazza or our economic update, but we have a whole TFG Academy that we do different breakout sessions uh, multiple times a month. And you can find out the entire schedule on our website, financialguys.com. This Wednesday is a not – you can't miss – uh, if you have any time to sneak out at, uh, at noon for lunch, uh, we have Roxanne Sorensen, Elder Care Solutions, will be presenting this Wednesday. Such an important topic. She's been on our, our TV this morning, uh, been on a radio show many, many times. She's helped my family personally. If you have loved ones that you're concerned about, uh, you know, in the future having an issue, this is a... a a presentation where she's going to talk about the resources that she can help to bring to bear to get your loved one into anything from an assisted living all the way up to a nursing home. But she knows her industry. She knows the facilities. She knows the benefits and how to access them. Uh, she's the first person that you should call if you run into an issue uh, with the loved one that's that's aging that might need some sort of care. So if you want to sign up for that, again, t- seating is limited. We only fit we can only fit 50 people in our training center. It's big, but it's not unlimited big. Uh, 633-1515, again, 633-1515. Mike, why don't we go through the phones and see what we can clean up here if we can. Yeah, let's go to, by the way, let me give a plug out to Indoor Air Professionals. They were at my house last week, and I can't believe what was in my air ducts. So <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. so, I got to get them out my way as well. I, so. uh, I I think they pulled everything out but a small family. So yeah, and, I, and I am a clean, neat freak. I mean, right. I really am in my house. But I'll tell you, they've just been, they were there last week, and I can already notice, like, there's not a lot of dust in my house. Mm. Love it. Yeah. So yeah, I would stuff. encourage you to uh, reach out to them, indoor air professionals. Let's go out to Wait, Before we go to the phone, one yeah. more thing quick. I forgot to mention. If you are in the South Florida market, we do have multiple investment professionals in Florida, including Denny Artachi, who's a certified Social Security claiming strategist. He's also an independent AHIP certified Medicare uh, person as well. Uh, he does a lot of retirement planning. He does a lot with the school district down there also. Uh, we have uh, Tony Oliva. We have Mark Cohen. Uh, we have, uh, 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 boy, I can't think of the other yeah, we got offices in Naples, Jupiter, Florida, which yeah. is Palm Beach. So use us as a resource for sure down there. And if yep. you plan on relocating, we have that a lot where we'll work in teams where you'll have an advisor down there and an advisor up here. And we work as a team. Not a problem. About 50% of our clientele either lives in Florida or is going back and forth to Florida. And a lot of them uh, continue to figure out a way to not fly back because uh, they just – I'm surprised. I mean, I, I thought they would have, you know, been not taxed enough, but they felt like I guess that was the breaking point. So absolutely. And yeah. uh, Rudy Van Overen was the name I was trying to think of that just escaped me. Yep. A lot of uh, good five, folks. 
A lot of great folks. 561-614-2000, if you'd like to call that office. 561-614-2000 for the, uh, the Florida office number. All right, let's get uh, one more. Sneak in one more Yeah, we got Gina we locked in. How are you, Gina? Gina, hi, how are you? Hey, thanks, guys. Um, you know, I called, last time I called in, I, I was talking about this issue with the will. I mean, it's just so common sense. We all have doors on our houses for a reason. Yep. Thing. I mean, it, we could try to, you know, make this complex. It's not. However, I do think we really have a dilemma on our hands because I do believe whoever blinks first will lose 2020. Um, so I, the Democrats, I, I truly believe this, too. I believe the Democrats know that if they give in, they know the wall's going to work, and mm-hmm. they, they're done in 2020 because that wall's going to work. Uh, I'll tell you, a big concern, yeah. though, the Democrats are going to have here is Trump's not going to blink. He's got a set of stones like I've never so seen before. He <laughs> will figure out a way to build the wall. And uh, unfortunately, you've got a lot of workers. I know a lot of good workers, and a lot of them are not essential and are not good workers, but a lot of them are good workers. A lot of these people are not getting paid, and the longer that goes on because they didn't do the right financial planning, they're going to have to find a job somewhere else. And let me tell you something. The biggest problem the Democrats are going to have is if they find a job in the private sector where they actually start making more money and actually start paying taxes, they're going to vote differently. (laughs) That's going to really, truly change the dynamics of the country. No doubt. Well, I think the Democrats know it's going to work. I really do. Well, of course oh, they yeah. do. Well, they, they know it works. They can't sure. be that. Com- they're, common they're, sense they, Every works, single right? one of them, including Chucky Schumer, was on, is on uh, you know, video yep. saying, well, uh, you can't let people just walk over the border, right? Uh, uh, Obama, uh, you, you, you can't have open borders. Right? They're all – it's just anything against Trump right now. They can't be that stupid. And, for, and I'll yep. tell you what, the Republicans need to do a really good job of blaming more and more of the heroin problem on them. If they could care less about fixing that border, that's on them. Good luck at the Republicans doing anything competent. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> The amazing thing is that for Democrats, there is no history. There is no past. No. They live in the moment. Total amnesia. So anything yep. they said yesterday, yes. let Ignore alone eight it. years never ago, happened. never happened. Like, yeah. it's like Barney Franco. What What do you mean? How, how, I was talking about rental income. <laughs> Wenting. All right. Thank you so much for your call. I really appreciate it. Folks, if you need us throughout the week, that's just going to do it for hour number one. We do have a whole other hour to go, but feel free to use us as a resource. 633-1515 is our local office number. If you're listening down in Florida, again, 561-614-2000, 561 614 2000. We have an office right in Palm Beach Gardens at the uh, in the uh, PGA Tower there at the uh, uh, what do you call it the Golden Bear Tower. So if you'd like what you hear and you want to continue to listen and you're not in the local market, feel free to listen online or go to the radio.com app and search for WBEN. We have a whole nother hour to go, so stay tuned. If you're listening to the Financial Guys, Glenville, Mike Lomas, and Ron Wasco. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. Hey, David, did you buy the electric car yet? It's the Financial Guys radio program. You know, when I see a car like this, first thing I do is I say, would you look at this? 
It's Glenn Wiggle. What magic wand do you have? And Mike Lomas. <laughs> to reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free, 1-800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at Star 930. Oh, would you look at that. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back to our number two of the Financial Guys here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We've got Ron Wasco in studio with Mike Lomas, and I'm Glenn Wiggle, and we are the Financial Guys. We are going to go back to the phones in just a bit. And again, I do want to mention we do manage money for a living. We're talking some politics today, jumping a little bit, you know, around a little bit, talking about the wall and the government shutdown, how it impacts the economy. But if you do have calls and questions on you and your money, uh, feel free, of course, to throw them at us here at 803-0930. And, of course, if you need us throughout the week, we have a whole team of investment professionals. In my opinion, probably the most diverse office in western New York. I don't know of any other office where you can walk in, have your portfolio analyzed, have your retirement plan done, You know, meet with our, our Social Security claiming strategist, have somebody take a look at your Medicare, get your wills and trust done, get your tax return finished, <laughs> and, yep. and be out the and door. And all working together as one solid exactly. unit. Exactly. So. Absolutely. Six three three one five one five. Use us as a resource. If you think like us, also that uh, 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 economic commentary from John Thur, the presentations uh, this week is now available online. You can go to our website, financialguys.com, click on the link, and you can listen to the hour-long uh, replay of John Thur's economic update if you were unable to make it. So but I would encourage you to do that at financialguys.com. Thank you, Kelsey McCool. Who yeah, is nice pretty job. cool? Working <laughs> She's on our Saturday. marketing director. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, before we go to the phones, I do want to just mention and read a little bit about from this article. This is uh, on our Twitter feed already. Uh, please follow us at Fin Guys, uh, F uh, at uh, F I N Guys, Fin Guys. Or again, you can we'll get this on our, our Facebook page. I don't have access to that, so that'll have to be one of our other folks will post that for us. Uh, you can uh, check that out there. But this title, this article, this was um, in the Hollywood Reporter. Is L.A.'s battle for Venice Beach, homeless surge puts Hollywood's progressive ideals to the test. Mm. And uh, it's really interesting. So I'll just read a little bit of this. With swelling transient encampments in abutting seven-figure homes, the beachside enclave has emerged as a flashpoint for the inequality shaping Los Angeles and a real-world test uh, real world test case for the liberal ideology of the area showbiz residents. Mm. It goes on to say, after the first attack, Randy Osborne figured it was just his turn. Tire slashings in his East Venice neighborhood had become commonplace. But when his vintage Land Rover <gasps> was hit a sixth time in the course of a few months, Osborne, who runs a small virtual reality company and has lived in Venice for seven years, began to worry he was being singled out. <laughs> it may have been random, he said, but it sure felt targeted and concentrated, Who uh, says Osborne, who now protects his tires each night with a rigged plywood and chain contraption uh, which has so far deterred the assailant. Well, this is this is an easy solution to all this. You just give them part of your money, and that's fine. That's, right. that's, that's it, right. right? Right. I mean, you're better. You're 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 very well off there. These Hollywood's elite, they're very well. And when I mean very well off, you're talking very. about folks with fifty million, a hundred million dollars, sure. half a billion dollars. I mean, what's the problem, right? That's the right. Kardashians, mo- let them move in. <laughs> let them that's move right. in. No Open big deal. Doors, Nancy Pelosi, then they don't right? have to slash tires. You just you feed them and. 
you let let them move in, and it's you know equality, right? All loving. It's all loving. What I'm wondering is how long before they wall off Venice Beach? <laughs> well, they yeah. talked about that. I'm getting to that. You jumped ahead, Ron. You jumped ahead. I'm, it's it's but it's, it's it's interesting because you know this is a direct result of liberal progressive policies, no doubt. right? No doubt. Liberal, the liberal progressives promise us that if we just enact their policies, there'll be no homelessness. No. Everyone no. will be fine. Everybody Li- will be more equal. Right. But but every single time, the gap between the rich and the poor gets That's bigger. Right. They'll every shrink time. the gap, right? They always talk about the gap. They always talk about the gap. And lo and behold, where's the biggest gap? Oof. California. Yeah. Yep. Where's the biggest, highest poverty rates? California. There's, there's only been two results to those types of policies. One is everybody's poor. The other is uber rich, yep. very poor. That's what socialism That's right. does. It That's gives it. you two classes. It yep. gives you the the elitist yep. ruling class, and then everybody else is yep. just dirt poor. Yep, exactly. That's exactly right. That's exactly what's happening in places like San Francisco and Los Angeles and Venice Beach. Let me read a little bit more here. As LA's real estate prices soar, so does the city's homeless population. And nowhere have the twin forces of inaccessible housing and inequality created a more explosive mix than in Venice Beach, a hotbed of entertainment executives and talent with a median home price is $1.9 million. Many of these residents are now grappling with the quality of life issues that defies their own liberal ideals. Mm. Well, well, well. <laughs> to, see, uh, this is a, it's, I, this is such a good. I mean, I could read this whole thing, and, and it, you would be, be amazed. Sleepless in Seattle and community producer Gary Foster, who moved to the area two years ago from Westwood and works with the homeless advocacy group, the People Concern, says he was surprised by the number of residents who expressed exasperation with if not outright disdain for the transient population. Quote, they tend to be liberal. They want to do good in the world, but they're balancing their beliefs with how that might affect the impact of, uh, might impact the value of the real estate. No <laughs> oh, kidding. kidding. So right. now they're worried about their pocketbooks. Look at that. Right. Quote President that Trump, works? some people are dumb. <laughs> honest to God. So this is the best part is that some of these folks were in denial, right? So this goes yeah. on to say, residents who live near the encampment say re- mail regularly goes missing, break-ins have jumped, uh, break-ins have jumped, and hypodermic needles and human waste are appearing on sidewalks and at local playgrounds. Residents have complained to police about the harassment and even physical assault- assaults. However, this is more of a criminal problem than a homeless problem. So right. resident right. who lives in a so-called Frederick Camp uh, 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 adjacent to the uh, Penmar Golf Course. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So now are they suggesting we support the police officers? No. No, <laughs> let's not get ridiculous. <laughs> The best part is this councilman, Mike Bonin. There are crime problems in Venice, he concedes. But he says, at the same time, I can't accept the fact, the idea that there is an inextricable uh, link between crime and homelessness. No. It is wrong. No, it is I, not backed up by the data, and it just leads to bad policy. You know who's probably committing the crime? Gosh. The neighbor with the other $3 million house. That's right. That's right. probably it, it right? But this is great. <laughs> this is This is the best part right here. Several residents have shared uncon- an unconfirmed... Th- well, let me back up. So this one other woman, uh, recently she arrived at home with her two children to find a woman shooting up in her yard. Oh. Lately, her husband has expressed desire to move... A little afternoon heroin in the front camera. yard? What's That's wrong right, with that, right? Several residents shared an unconfirmed theory suggested to them by a local patrolman 
that certain assailants were using social media app next door to monitor which residents are most vocal about their opposition to encampments and then targeting those individuals for retribution. So apparently in these encampments, they have Wi-Fi now? I mean, what do you mean they're monitoning social apps? Are they getting their Obama, got, on their Obama phones? They've got free Obama phones. Yeah, absolutely, yes. I mean, something's seriously wrong with that. Like, uh, man, I'm just going to monitor social media apps. Uh, you know what? Social media uh, apps. I'll tell you, and unfortunately, Unreal. geographically, California, a very conservative place, right? Yep. There's a lot of conservatives, but, you know, just like in just like in New York State here, there's many of us beating our heads against. Well, when does this turn into Venezuela? Because that's yeah, where it's, it's coming. That's, that's where it's coming. coming. Well, that's where California goes there first. That's, New York a, that's right. Behind it. That's right. One more piece. Here's your fence. On Venice Boulevard, in front of Vice Media's offices, a chain-link fence was erected to prohibit penta tents from going up. <laughs> Res- <laughs> Residents around the Penmar Golf Course have started a GoFundMe page and have hit their goal of raising $80,000. Now, do you think that they raised $80,000 to help get people out of being homeless? No, no, no. 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 They raised the $80,000 to fill the pedestrian pathway with native plants and landscaping, a project <laughs> called Frederick item. Avenue Pass-Through, <laughs> so that they can't have any room to put their tent up there. Uh, How nice is that? Yes, yeah, so they didn't take any of their hundreds <laughs> of millions. Loving liberal left. <laughs> None of their hundreds of millions of dollars to feed them or build no, homes for them. No, no. They they built a fence to keep them off the sidewalk, they, didn't they? they built Look a, at that. They built a beautiful <laughs> fence with beautiful landscaping to not see them. <laughs> Unbelievable. I love it. Now, uh, here's the other thing. This is the problem here. This comes directly from a 2006 ruling by, you guessed it, the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Jones versus the City course. of Los Angeles that required law enforcement and city officials <clears throat> to no longer enforce the ban on sleeping on sidewalks anywhere in the city until a sufficient amount of permanent uh, supportive housing Mm. could be built. Further complicating matters were two state ballot measures. So those of you that are not aware of this, we don't get the opportunity in New York to vote directly on ballot measures. We don't have referendum in New York. But in other states like Florida, California, and many others, as taxpayers and voters and citizens, you get to vote directly on certain initiatives as a as a citizen. Mm-hmm. You don't get that opportunity in New York because we're too stupid to be able to do that. Don't listen to that. But there were two other initiatives here, uh, two state measures in California that voters overwhelmingly approved back in 2016, Propositions 47 and 57, which decriminalized certain felonies to misdemeanors in an effort to address the state's overburdened prison populations. Remember we talked about that, folks? Yes. Remember that, Mike? Yeah, get them back there. out on the streets. <laughs> They'll be fine. They'll be fine. out. They'll be no fine. Worries. They'll be fine. You don't want. There's much more to this article. I would definitely encourage you to go read this uh, at Finn Guy. It, it's it a shame because they are absolutely destroying one of the most pretty states yeah. in the world, right? Yep. The prettiest areas in the world, and they're absolutely turning it into Venezuela with yep. ne- with hypodermic needles and crap yep. in the streets. Literally, it crap in the streets. Just think disgusting. about how. How, how stupid this is. You can't have a straw in California. No, but, but, but they're you, passing out hypodermic needles. Oh, you yes. have a needle? A needle, no problem. Let, let this, if you get caught with a straw on the street, you're spending you're going to three jail. to five. Yeah, <laughs> a joke. Let's uh, sneak in David Marriott yeah. real quick. Let's sneak in David. We? David, part of our investment committee and team. Dave, thanks for patiently holding. How are you? Oh, thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, you guys are having fun there. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Why not? We got, wait, we got to get your theme music going here first. Little Johnny Cash for you. All right, for those of you that don't know, Dave Mariocker is our investment guy on our investment committee, an avid outdoorsman, an individual who makes his own clothes, chops down his own trees, makes his own furniture, traps his own animals. 
It's quite amazing. Your wife, by the way, has a beautiful coat that you trapped all on your own, which is amazing, right? <laughs> yes. It's all, is it a coyote, is it? That's a bear, Glenn. No, no, no. He He's got that bear. No, he, he got, got that. He got bear. that with his own hands. Now, someday, Dave, you have to share that other story, by the way. Yes. Is that the one he jumped out of the tree and choked out? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Dragged. He was dragged through a creek. There was up a, a there hill. Was a, yes. I, I would have loved. And by the way, the, these are not. We're not making these stories no. up. Like you would think, we're mocking Dave. We're not. We're. we're these are real, true stories. Yes. Actually, why don't we? Can we share a little bit of that story, Dave? Where you, you chased a deer down the hill and you ended up drowning him in the creek? Is that? Is that appropriate for on the air? Can we can we tell that one? Quite a battle. <laughs> it was quite a battle. You know what we have to have is like, a, you know how like uh, people gather around the fireplace and uh, yeah, fireside yeah. chat. Yeah, uh, that's what, we Dave have Mary to do Acker. that with fire, fireside stories with Dave Mary Acker. <laughs> and you know you have to be like twenty one to go, but uh, it'd be fun. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Uh, Mariocker, what's going on? Uh, pretty uh, better, right? Better out there in the stock market. Up two percent this week. Uh, this this pardon gun. Up, he just said up about two percent. Two percent, yeah. Yeah, it had a it, it to me, and and I'll go back about three or four months. You know that you know I was pounding the table about a nine to thirteen percent correction have been for a year. Yep. We finally got it, um, and and it started. And I watch stocks every day, all day. It started with Bank of America at 3132, Alibaba, Facebook. Those were companies that we owned and started to correct and gave me the indication that we had. And, you know, we got lucky. We got moved out of a few stocks. But the market finally, it looks like, is starting to form a base. Now, look at Bank of America and look at Facebook. Facebook has stopped. It stopped at 128 and now at 144. Alibaba the same. And I expect. I expect China to come around, and uh, you know I predicted Trump's victory back in '16, and in the Dow 30,000, if he got two turns, I'm going to stick with that. Um, it's been it's been a wild ride uh, the last couple of months, but uh, it gives us opportunities to go back in and get stocks that we like and that go on sale. You know, uh, early in the week we had a breakout, and John Thur was talking about leading up to that too, sort of the, such a narrow market where you had. You know, yeah, the stock markets were going up, but you know, we were watching Dow and the S and P. But it was really just a few stocks driving that. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you miss those few stocks, you really missed out on a yep. big chunk of the gains. That's right. The Nasdaq has resurged about ten percent, and I did start to buy in certain accounts to get clients involved in in, in somewhat same stocks that we have held through this you know this turmoil. Um, but you know, I've, I've mentioned companies like a Blackstone. I started to talk about them almost five years ago, and it got up to about forty dollars. It dropped to about thirty. It pays a really good dividend, but now it's at thirty-one and, and thirty-two. The dividend has not stopped. There's been things. So that in, in, in that company to me is a lagging indicator. So if it stops at that thirty-one, thirty-two, that's a positive sign as well. There's another company that I've I've mentioned in the past. It's called Credit Acceptance, and I never had. Uh, whatever it takes to buy the company, because it's a small, it's a it's a mid-size, mid-cap company in the six, seven billion dollar range. But they, to me, they're more of a company that loans money to people all around the country um, on a smaller scale. And watch that, and I've watched that company. It, and I, I, I'm considering buying the company, but it loans people money to buy cars, and uh, it's a very impressive company. It's probably a company you never heard of. It's showing signs of bottoming. 
So that it, it, also, too, the world markets went down. That they've gotten somewhat cheaper, and I had mentioned their P.E. ratios, the price-earnings ratios, in the, between 11 and 13. The U.S. market has gone down and gotten cheaper around 16 to 17 times. So looks like, you know, as they say, January goes, so does the year. And it's, it's looking like a pretty decent January. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, some of the things are starting to kind of settle out, right? So you had the, you know, as you mentioned, the Fed, they seem to have gone quiet, which I think is a big positive. If they stop raising rates, I think that that helps a lot. Trump's mm-hmm. also winning, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about yep. that on the show this morning. He's winning some of these trade deals. Yes. And I think you're starting to see that. So well, Certainly China has been hit up, you know, beat up more than we have. And, they, and sure. you know, you're looking at some of the GDP numbers out of China and, and there's no secret that they need to step up and work with America. They can't, you know, for their long-term success, they need us. They're well, losing that trade war. They need us right. way more than we need them. Yep. No doubt about no that. Doubt. So if anyone's interested in working with Dave, Dave is, again, on our investment committee. He runs our all-cap growth stock portfolio. So if you're a more aggressive-style investor and you have a long-term time horizon, and it, and if it fits, of course, always do the financial plan first. I can't stress that enough. Uh, but if, if a long-term bucket uh, fits and you're a more aggressive based on your risk tolerance, then Dave might be a good fit for you. You can reach him at the office again, 633-1515, again, 633-1515. Thank you, Mr. Mariocker. Appreciate it. Guys, happy new year to everybody. Right. You too, Dave. You. See you, buddy. Weekend. Take care. All right, if you want to join us here, 803-0930 and star 930. I do want to mention that uh, while we're on the air here, Fox Business or Fox News was reporting that uh, uh, Florida Governor uh, DeSantis has suspended Sheriff Israel from yes, the position. Yes, we yeah. Which is about time, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, why uh, what takes so long? Why, why does it take so long? Well, he was going to do it. I think he mentioned that as one of the very first things. He's only actually been... Uh, in office for a week. Yeah. So his first thing on his agenda is, you're gone. Next good. one, uh, you know, we'll see what happens next. But yeah. uh, good for him. A uh, long time coming. I'm sure there'll be a court uh, contested. But uh, I'm sure. But at least it says that uh, shame you know, on somebody, you. I don't know. Somebody Israel with the might, brain is, is actually starting not. to defend some of this garbage. Well, yeah. Israel might just Governor take the Scott money and do. walk away because I think there's a lot more dirt there. If, if he really gets under DeSantis' skin and they start digging, mm-hmm. and they might find a little bit more than what they bargained for. I would, uh, I would what think what for. we went through with that school shirting was more than enough dirt. The incompetence no doubt. that. Yeah. And the, well, they got the video of them standing outside. Yeah. I mean, well, how right. horrible is that? I mean, a local police office, uh, a, a, a neighboring uh, town, heard the shots. I think they were playing like softball. Heard the shots, ran to the school, and they were the first ones actually in. That's, now, that's they got chastised for it, by the way. They, yeah. got, they got reprimanded for not following orders because they were not supposed to be the ones that responded to it. But those folks, and I can't think of I wish I, wish I yeah. could think of yeah. the, the town because they deserve the, the direct mention. Absolute heroes, though, for even though violating what they knew was, was, was not the right directive, they couldn't help but do the right thing. That's right. And that's what Scott Israel absolutely failed to do. And sadly, yeah. you know, many, many kids and many, many loved ones were lost that day in, uh, in Parkland, Florida. Let's, uh, I'm assuming we're blowing, we blew off that break. Right? Yeah, let's, I think uh, at this point. <laughs> let's sneak in Darcy here real quick. She's been patient, patiently waiting. I think she's in Youngstown. It's getting cut off. But Darcy, how are you? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. A quick, a quick question. I'm 54. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that I can't stay in New York State to retire, unfortunately. And I'm just wondering what your guys, like maybe top three spots are to um, retire to. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll I tell, can you. tell you the top three that our clients go yes. to. Mike, you want to go first? I, I would Texas, 
and Florida are the two top states where people are leaving and moving to. And Tennessee's, Tennessee's another a close one, too. I was going to say, Tennessee's a close third. I, I figured say, you guys would know the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, Tennessee was, was third uh, pretty closely, by the way, with the Carolinas, and I think there's just a lot mm-hmm. of – uh, a lot of the children have relocated to the Carolinas, but the top three are Texas. Number one is Florida, Texas, and Tennessee. I'll tell you, I, I don't think – I think Texas and Florida, um, the number one reason why – Florida's number one is because most people start to go down there as a, as a snowbird, and then they start to meet people, and then they go, you know what, really we should stay here six months and a day to avoid this. And then they say, you know what, it's too much to have two, and there's no way I'm going back to pay those taxes. Right. So, so they just never they eventually just fly back. <laughs> yeah. They punt, yeah. Yep, those are so the Tennessee's three days. beautiful, too. We have a lot of clients in Tennessee. It's a beautiful state. I mean, I hate to see you leave New York because we, you know, we now, if you were on the West New York's going to have to shut the lights it, off. But. If we were doing this on the West Coast, we would say uh, Nevada, Arizona. Those yep. are the two states yep. where all the Californians are leaving, too. Yep. And we actually have traders in California that we work with out of San Diego. We are out there about once a year. And it's funny because last time we were out there, a different trading firm that has helped us with some of our uh, compliance stuff, uh, they were talking about relocating out of San Diego and into uh, Austin, Texas. So I said, yep. what, what, what's the problem? Not enough taxes? Then they are very conservative. <laughs> said, yeah, no, we're just sick of it. We can't, can't stomach it anymore. So best of luck to you. If you need that planning, by the way, we do have advisors in Tennessee and in Texas and in Florida. Mm-hmm. So if, uh, if if you need help where you're going uh, or you have tax questions, you can always call Esther as well. We, uh, but use us as a resource. Yeah, and by the way, Dar, if you want to, that's a great point, Glenn. You want to stop into our office. Uh, part of the planning process we'll do is here's your tax rate now. Mm-hmm. If you're going to this state, here's what it would look like. Yep. And we've got in, within our financial planning software, we can add in the different you know tax structures to show you where you'd be better off. That's right. What what'll really make you sick is the uh, the property taxes. I was talking to a client the <laughs> oh other my, day, yeah. and they they were in uh, South Carolina, and it was a four thousand square foot brick house, three acres. The taxes were twenty four hundred dollars a year. <sighs> Yeah, well, the, the I'm like that Tennessee. would be twenty four hundred a month here, right? A month. Yeah, yeah. Tennessee and and Texas are like point something. New York is three percent roughly. Yeah. So three to four percent of your assessed value. If your value of your home is is two hundred thousand dollars, you're looking at a five to six thousand dollar tax bill. Yeah. Right. Yep. In Texas, if your home is two hundred thousand dollars, you're looking at a tax bill that's probably like a thousand bucks. Yeah, and no state taxes. Yep. That's right. It's the covert harassment of of just regulation as well here and yes all democrat now they're not done yet darcy in in, yeah. in california and our illustrious liberals will follow suit they're trying to figure out how to tax you on your text messages that's how ridiculous it's got in arrears yeah yeah in arrears in that's arrears. right arrears. oh you sent thirty thousand text <laughs> two years oh. ago guess what oh it's cra- i'm not even sure it's legal but nah. anyway well best of luck to you that darcy and if we yeah. can help you again six three three one five one five See you, there's Take care. All right, very short break, folks. This one we do have to hit. Yeah, on the other side of the break, we'll get more to your calls and questions. 803-0930-STAR-930. We'll be right back. You've got the financial guys. All right, welcome back. Final 25 minutes here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We're talking government shutdown and, uh, you know, kind of the impact on the markets, obviously creating some uncertainty. 
Although I do think the bigger part of the uncertainty is really the safety or lack thereof if we don't build a wall mm-hmm. in addition to uh, the Federal Reserve and uh, the trade war with China. I think the Fed has really been the, to me, and I said this back, and you said the same thing, Mike, back in early December. To me, the Fed has been the biggest impact on volatility well, in the down market. It's well, not clearly, for the trade yeah. as much as it's been the Fed yeah. because the Fed is I mean, when the Fed stopped and the Fed's finally you know, <laughs> yeah, quieted that, down That was now, the bottom. That was the bottom. That was the bottom, right? Yeah. So, um, But interestingly, of course, the media is out there doing the best they can uh, to create the best doomsday scenario. In fact, NBC News, the title of their article is The Doomsday Scenario. <laughs> Here's what happens <laughs> if the shutdown drags on. And to be honest with you, I'm not saying it doesn't have any impact. Certainly it will have an impact. In fact, the economic impact, as Mike pointed out earlier, it will be st- starting to uh, to be more than the, it would yeah. cost just to build the, the put the money in. For yeah, the well, wall. there's two sides to this. So unfortunately, and I and I don't mean to sound um, mean or cruel. I, I I get it. There's a lot of good people that work for these government agencies, but the fact of the matter is, Glenn, you and I have been in situations over the last twenty something years building up our own business where stock markets went down and we didn't get paychecks. That's right. And there was nobody that came up and said, "Hey, you know what? I understand you guys went through a few rough months there." I would like to pay you, right? And we were still working, right. by the way, right? That's right. And I think that's, you know, there's, with, with these government shutdowns, at some point it's got to be like, you know, you're not getting dollar for dollar back. I'm sorry. Right. And, you know, you're a non-essential worker and we're $22 trillion in the hole. You know, right. we need to make some hard decisions. And I'll tell you, the more and more people go, my life really isn't changing that much with this government shutdown. I mean, and, it, and the stock market really doesn't seem to be too concerned about it right now. So, right. Mm, what well, that's not going to be well for uh, that's not going to do well for Democrats. That's for but, sure. Right. And but listen to some of the quotes from this article. And I, I, now I want to talk to you for a second about putting together the proper financial plan that includes an emergency fund, which I think most people, it's seemingly according to this article, have completely forgotten about. Yeah. I'm not going to mark this chief economist at Moody's because I'm sure they took this quote out of context. But they quote the fact that he says, we'll be in no man's land. (gasps) So starting Monday, folks, because today is the record long shutdown. So Trump broke another record. As of Monday, we enter no man's land. (laughs) We will never go back. Right. So here's if the worst were to happen. And why wouldn't NBC talk about the worst? No, yes. Of course the worst is going to happen. Of course it's going to be the worst ever. So here's what the worst case scenario is. According to experts, not NBC, but according to experts, that will will have a devastating impact uh, and it will be widespread. Mm -hmm. 38 million low-income Americans lose food stamps. 6 million face uncertain timetable for collecting tax refunds. Two million without rental assistance and facing possible eviction. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, Democrat voter, Democrat voter, Democrat voter. In yes. most of those cases, I'm not saying all. Yep. Certainly, there are some very good people that vote Republican that have fallen on hard times that require food stamps. I get it. So don't call me and send me nasty emails. But for the most part, let's be honest: those that are in rental assistance, those that are you know relying on their tax refunds to pay their mortgage, or or, or more likely the rent. Uh, or are receiving rental assistance, are most likely a good, solid part of the Democrat base that rely on government and, as a result, are reliable voters for the Democrat Party. 800,000 paycheck-less federal employees plunged into dire financial straits. <laughs> I love the wording yes. here. Let's talk about that yep. for a second. What, what, okay? But what happens? It's been three weeks. That's it's right. It's not been three years. Three, three so, weeks shuts your whole life down financially. Let's, let's, let's talk for a second, guys, about 
you know, some of the first things you should do is for basic financial planning, right? When, when folks come to us oftentimes and say, I finally have some money to put away, where do I start? What's the first thing we tell them? Always have a safety net. Always have a, a nest egg that you can lean on first, right? Like, and, build, and so up, the, build up right. a safety net. Yep. And so the rule of thumb here is that, you know, you want six to have— Six months, at least. Yeah, six months, yeah. right? Ideally, if you can't afford six months, three months at a That's minimum. That's right. But you shouldn't be in dire financial straits well, especially a, in by three the weeks. Way, especially, by the way, if you work in a, in a situation like— We have government shutdown, shutdowns every so many years. You have to know that this is part of the plan, right? Like with Arab, we're small business owners. We know, and we just, we're just going to just assume that the stock market's going to go up at 10% or 8% every year, right? We know there's going to be years that, yes, the market goes up. It's going to be years that the market goes down. And we need to be financially prepared for that to be able to get payroll, to be able to do all the things we need to That's do, right? right? There's got to be some sense of accountability. There's just nothing in this country. No sense of accountability. No sense of, you know, boy, you've got to take, you know, matters in your own head. You've got to be prepared. You've got, you know, what? How, how did people survive, by the way, 60 years That's ago right. before unemployment and all yep. and, and food, food stamps? stamps yeah. How did everybody live? How did they make it through? Barely. You know? <laughs> they barely got by. Well, they relied on their their family and their community. Here's the thing, though, and but, but, that, but that's the give, key. You just say they, they relied on the family and community, but they actually pulled up their, themselves by their bootstraps and went right. back to work. That's what they did. Exactly, exactly. Here's a here's a pro tip for those that are working for the government that might be furloughed right now. You're going to get paid back. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I would normally not tell you to do this outside of the fact that we know for sure that you're going to get your money back. Yep. Right. So you're going to get paid for the time off. It's just a matter of when does that checkbook start writing checks again. Okay. So if you were if it's if it's the difference between and you're really in dire financial straits and it's the difference between damaging your credit because you can't pay your mortgage and foot putting food on the table, then I hope, I hope that you had participated in the government's TSA program or, or whatever they call that, the, the TSP program, excuse me, the Thrift Savings Program, That's right. which is a government version of a 401k. I believe that you can take loans against that just like a 401k. Yes. Now, I would never advise anyone to take a loan against their 401k unless it's an absolutely last result. That's right. But thus far, you've missed one paycheck. But, one. But let me one paycheck. Uh, but let's, you know, just some, some friendly advice. You're a government worker out there. This is not going to be the last shutdown. No, they, they, not. We shut it down under Obama. We shut it down under Clinton. We've shut it down under under a, a Trump here. It's going to happen again. Protect yourself. Put yourself right. a nest egg. Plan for it because it's good because it's going to happen again. No so doubt. worst case scenario, you're not on. You're not if on. you're worried about it going long term. Take a loan out of your TSA or your yes. 401k yep. for is for the next you know and to cover you immediately for the next three pay months. It back the fastest as you can. soon as you get yep. your money back, then you pay it all back. It's That's very right. very simple. Don't go out and buy a flat screen TV. Right. Don't you know you can do yep. this. Yep. So. You don't need the latest iPhone or the uh, $150 uh, Nike sneakers. How about uh, you know? How about like what I do? I go to Kohl's and get the 30% off coupon, the $50 sneakers <laughs> at 30% right. off. Um, here's, let's, here's, well, let me give you one more pro yeah. tip. If you're relying on your federally tax return, if you're, and, and I just heard Esther did a great, she was in studio on WBEN this week from 7 to 8, and I listened to the entire interview, and she really is fantastic. And she said flat out, if you're, you're giving the government a free loan, why in the world are you giving the government your money all year long to beg for to get it back? So now, if you need that money, if you rely on that money, and according to this, you know, this, there's, what was they say, 2 million? No, it was a, a 6 million, I'm sorry. 6 million face an uncertain timetable for collecting tax refunds. Well, guess what? 
if you you know if you're relying on a tax refund, go down to your HR department and change your withholding. That's right. So that that money is in your pocket all year long, not the federal government, especially if you're New York State. What was it last year, Mike? When did they pay refunds back in New York uh, August. State? Was August. 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Seriously? Some people didn't get money back till August. Yeah. Um, well, Crazy. Let's see. We're going to just sneak in Rochelle real quick. She just wanted yeah. to plug uh, some of the workshops we have upcoming, and she's been patiently waiting. Rochelle, how are you? Hi, guys. How are you? Thank you for Doing holding. well. How are you? So sorry you were on for so long. Oh, my gosh. No worries at all. I just wanted to call up and remind everybody that we have another TFG Academy coming up on Wednesday, and Roxanne Sorensen will be there talking about elder care guide. And she was in our office yesterday kind of talking to the reps, filling them in on everything she's going to cover, and it was it's awesome. Roxanne's awesome. She's yeah, a- if you really have a loved one that may be going into a nursing home in the next bunch of years, uh, this is a workshop that you just cannot miss. There's no doubt about it. 633-1515, and she talks about – you know, placing people into skilled care facilities, nursing homes, all kinds of different things. It's really, you know, what you should be doing, how you should be prepping for it, what you need to be careful of. Uh, it's really a great resource. It really is a great resource. She can, uh, you know, if you're in crisis mode because, you know, some of uh, your loved one ended up in the hospital and now they're going to be released but need 24-hour care, she can help you navigate through that crisis um, situation. But She's also, um, you know, she's there to kind of pre-plan all of these things. If you find yourself in a situation where, you know, you think mom and dad or grandma and grandpa might uh, need some care in, in, you know, in the next couple years, she'll be able to sit down with you and your family, whether you're a family of eight brothers and sisters or you're, you're an only child, she can help you put a plan together. Um, she, she's awesome, and she can help you navigate uh, Medicaid and uh, veterans benefits, things like that, and help you find out all the. Yeah, she was she was telling us yesterday. We you know we knew that there was a bunch of uh, benefits that veterans qualified for, but some of them like property tax discounts and just they're not taking advantage of this. So if you are a veteran, you definitely one hundred percent should be signing up for this workshop. Tell us a date and time and how they can uh, sign up. Yeah, of course you can always go to financialguys.com/academy and sign up, or you can call the office six three three fifteen fifteen. It is this coming Wednesday, January 16th at noon, like all the other academies we hold, Wednesday at noon, this coming Wednesday, um, and you could just give our office a call. We'll put you on the list that way, or you can go to thefinancialguys.com, click on Academy, and sign up right there. And real quickly, Esther Goulias will also be doing one. Yeah, absolutely. She'll be the following week. So every almost every uh, week this month, we're having one. So this coming week, like we just said, Roxanne, but uh, the following Wednesday, the 23rd at noon, will be Esther Bullia. She'll be doing a tax update, so she'll fill you in on everything that's new this tax season. And there is a ton, a ton of different changes with all the Trump yep. tax policies. So 633-1515. And, of course, uh, they can go to our website, right, Rochelle? You got it. All right. Uh, TFG awesome. Academy, Thanks, you can Rochelle. register. You're awesome. Thanks, Rochelle. Of course. Have a good weekend, guys. All right. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it. Um, All right. If you want to join us, we do have a few minutes left here in today's program. 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call on a cell. 1-800-616-9236. You guys want to take a quick break? Um, well, let me or just read. Yeah, yeah there's too. the same liberal that, that is a real <laughs> moron. He listens to our show every week. And, Who, 8823 there? 8823? <laughs> that, that guy? Every week. Can't, can't turn away. I love it. <laughs> yeah, every week. I love so, it. So he says, Trump has destroyed this country. Yeah, you idiot. Three. We're doubling the rate of GDP growth. That does sound like we're destroying right. the country. China's right? China's economy's collapsing. France is on fire, but we're the laughing stock of the world. That's right. Trump has destroyed our country. We are the laughing stock of the rest of the world. No, you, my friend, who doesn't understand economics, is the laughing stock of the world. Right. Exactly. He's also said you are both gutless. Uh, he says some bad words here. Yep. He worked the system. He being Trump to not pay federal income taxes for at least sixteen years. 
how, how it, and you know that how exactly he says how it feel to sell your soul well i would tell you to take some spelling lessons first but second of mm-hmm. all uh, so second of all um, how do we know that? Number one, did you see? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, he's paid lots of money in taxes. Rachel Maddow showed his tax return from what was it ninety six, yes. and he paid about one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars in federal taxes. That's right. Yeah, he paid right. taxes, right? Uh, but that's the system that that is put in place, right? He didn't. He's not in jail. He didn't do anything illegal. He put the system in place, right? I know you don't like that, but if you give people rules and some of them do them better than others, I don't know what to tell you. You guys made up the rules, right? Right. And for those that just was with a text where you can't take out the TSP money because those people aren't working. Actually, you can. And yes. I'm, I'm looking, I'm reading right off of the thrift savings plan fact sheet. Absolutely. Can I take can. a TSP loan while I'm furloughed? If the furlough is expected to last less than 30 days, yes. If the furlough will, if the furlough will last more than 30 days, no. Right now we're at day 21. So if again you got time if you need to. Right. However, if it goes much longer, then the answer will be no. That's but right, right now the answer is yes. And so those people are working. It's not the whole this is not the whole government's not uh, shut down here. We're yeah. talking about eight hundred thousand workers out of like eight gajillion workers, okay? I mean I'm obviously uh being facetious, but th- there's it this is a very small part of the federal government that's shut down. Mm. And so obviously the best thing to have is a safety net, an emergency fund. No doubt. Three to six months, ideally six months, of what your expenses are. I mean, now, mind you, I'm sure, I'm sure that NBC News is is, is making it seem as if, oh, my God, every single one of these 800,000 people are in yes. using words like dire right. and plunged right. and many in of the them, financial And many straits. of them, I'm sure, have done the no. right things, right? Many of them are just fine. Yes, I mean, yeah. is, it, is it annoying not to get a paycheck? Of course it yes. is. Is it annoying to have to go to work and not get paid? Of course it is. Is it... Is it good to know that some folks are able to sit at home and not work, but they're still going to get paid? I'm sure it probably is. Yes. But going down the rest of this, I mean, it's just it, they, they expand the rest of it, right? Shuttered parks and museums while overstressed airports cause tourism to tank. <laughs> Federal court system slows to a crawl. <laughs> Disaster relief money doesn't get to storm-ravaged areas. <laughs> Lapsed FDA and EPA inspections lead to Dangerous outbreaks. That's funny. I mean, but, stock market plummets. I yeah. mean, come on, plummets. NBC. That's the best Seriously? one. Seriously, plummets. You talk about Trump fear mongering. Ten percent correction. On. It plummets. Let's take a real quick. We'll do a one minute break and then we'll pound through the phone calls. All right. All right. We got the financial guys. One minute Mike Lomas cool. and Ron Wasco. One minute break. We'll be right back with your calls and questions here on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. Some have suggested a barrier is immoral. Then why do wealthy politicians build walls, fences, and gates around their homes? (laughs) They don't build walls because they hate the people on the outside, but because they love the people on the inside. (laughs) Yeah, he nailed it this (laughs) week. He absolutely... And then I love the... I love that. Well, I'm going to refute the fear-mongering with facts. No, (laughs) Uh, he pretty much... He schooled you (laughs) guys. Pelosi, Schumer... That's talk about getting schooled. The best thing that they could have done was nothing at all. That's right. Because yep. that when they were That's standing right. there, and he's glaring at the camera with like one eye partially shut, like, yes. like Ichabod does. Crane. With a, <laughs> you know, he just needs a monocle. If you put well, a monocle on Chuck Schumer, you know, he's uh, he's like the evil villain in like yeah. half of the movies. They, but right? they, I love the fact that they all have amnesia. Uh, every single <laughs> one of them. We should build a wall. We yep. need. We can't let people walk across the. 
just walk across the border. But now that it's Trump's idea, bad idea. Shame on them. Shame on them. Absolutely. Trump's walking right. back into office, by the way. We're absolutely walking. I see some of these, some of the names that are being floated out to go up against him. I can't wait for the debates. That's going to be so entertaining. Oh, man. Well, talk <laughs> so about, let's, let's talk about some of the people that they've thrown their hat in the ring. You got Focahontas, mm-hmm. right? Yep, that's right. I mean, she's going to get absolutely torn apart. Yeah. She's already she'll, lost her voice. She'll, 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 she'll be the first to like, ah. And by the way, she comes out with, I am a white person. Oh, well, thank you. No, what did she say? That was me. She that. goes, I am not a minority. I think that's what it was. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, oh. well, thanks for clarifying. Yeah, that's good. I'm also not a member of a tribe. No kidding. <laughs> Just go a little bit further. I'm It'd also not a Native American. You can no. say it. You can say it. She's going to get no. absolutely taken apart, right? Oh, yeah. She'll get you taken apart. You got Kamala Harris. She'll, she'll, she'll be the first to drop She'll, she'll get oh, taken yeah. apart in the primaries. Yeah. Yeah. Kamala Harris has thrown her hat in the ring. I mean, mm-hmm. she's a real winner, right? She's yeah, got no chance she scares whatsoever. me a little bit. She's, she's kind of no. like a little bit of a blend of Hillary and Obama. Uh-huh. She well, makes me nervous. Hillary's not out yet. No. <laughs> that... that <laughs> That, she's not out yet. That might well, if Hillary decides out. to throw her hat in a ring, then I'd be really nervous if I was Kamala Harris. Because, I mean, looked yeah. at what she did to Bernie Sanders. Right? I mean, she's set, right. rigging the debates, getting the questions from CNN. I'm sure he's Bernie in again. I don't see he why he be. wouldn't he hasn't, be. Hadn't, yeah, yeah. I, I don't wouldn't see, be surprised. He made a he, heck of a lot of money from his last tour. Absolutely. I, I can't did, imagine yeah. he wouldn't be in again. So Absolutely. Yeah. And then most recently, a uh, man-hating uh, Kristen Gillibrand. Yes. Has still her, because she's accomplished so much. She has. I mean, let's face it. I she mean, has. She's been such a great senator for New York. I mean, well, that's the thriving look businesses. At, look at the, the money moving she's here, Glenn. I mean, right? you could, just that yeah. alone. You know, the, the, right. the people who are moving here for opportunity. Oh. Wait. Oh, oh. wait a minute. No, oh, that's a different state. Let's that, cut. Oh, you know what? I'm Back sorry. to the studio, yeah. Chris. Back to the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Back to the station. Okay, break it up. Oh, it must be a satellite feed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought Jill Brand's job was just to follow Schumer around and vote the same it way is. he does. It is. And she's okay. she's great at it. She's, she's fantastic Absolutely at it. Absolutely I think she should keep it. She's no so doubt. Well, she found her true voice in the uh, Rolling Stone University of Virginia case, you know, yes. where she's uh, she's still doubling down on that. Well, is that that whole yeah, fake rape the, thing? That yeah. Yes, exactly. Was completely yes. fabricated. Where Rolling Stone paid 1.6 million to the fraternity in a settlement uh, because of yeah. the fact that it was totally false. Yeah. But she, the, she came out and said, "You know what? Part, though, was That's nowhere okay. to be found." That, did you notice how that, well, like that whole that oh, yeah. whole part of the story just got. Oh, yeah. yeah, you didn't well, hear too much about that. No. But the best part is she comes out and goes, well, that story might be fake. But, but there's other ones. The but there's that, real ones out there. Okay. Yeah, but it doesn't change the fact that there's yeah. a crisis on campuses. Actually, yeah. no, there isn't. That's like, the, that's like that, the bad police officers. There's yeah. thousands and thousands of police officers. You find two that are bad. They have to find the one right. bad egg. That's right. <laughs> and then say, they're all like that. Uh-huh. Okay. That's right. All right, let's exactly. go. Let's clean up these phone lines here. Yeah, we'll go one at a time. Uh, let's go. David Lockport, how are you, David? Hey, I'm doing good. And, and by the way, Folkahana said, I'm not a person of color. Thank that's you. What that's right. Thank yep. you. I couldn't yeah, that's place right. it. Perfect. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, I, and and I, we were so thankful for her clarification on absolutely. that. Because I wasn't sure. She's, I didn't know. She's uh, a little whiter than the snow on my back porch. <laughs> We're confused, right? <laughs> Just a wish. And then I got two, two quick comments, if I could. The wish is... At, at the uh, State of the Union, people are wondering why there's two huge uh, screens up on the wall on either side of Bella Pelosi and the speak and, uh, and uh, Chuck, or the vice president. And that's going to be uh, for when Donald refers to Nancy and Obama and everybody in their own words, and they play them up on those. That's what he needs to do. You, you yep. know what? We've, that's no, no, no joking. Doubt. 
He needs awesome. to do that stuff. That is what the, the clear message. I'll tell you, that's some of the best radio shows we do, best TV shows. You want to anger liberal, liberals is Quote put them. them. No, yeah. show them. Yeah. Show, show them. them. We do The TV shows we've done, Dave, on, on Channel 7, we, we host uh, 9 to 930, the beginning of, uh, of uh, AM Buffalo. And the sh- when we show them, Saying they're in their own words, stuff like that, it infuriates them. Yep. You want to, you want to blow up Twitter? That's how you do it, right? Yep. You're absolutely right. The other thing is flip charts, right? Oh, by the way, here's where the heroin's coming. Let me show you on a chart, right? It's coming through here, right? Here, let me let me show you the areas that have walls where we funnel the people somewhere else, yep. which gives us a higher probability of actually arresting them, right? Yep. Absolutely dead on. That's not. That's not. Uh, I don't know if you're being a facetious. Worth it's a thousand words. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. And then you just say like, "Hey, Hillary, let me play Hillary Clinton, guys, because I think we should agree with her. Let me play Bill Clinton because I think we should agree with him. Let me play Obama. Uh, let's, let's 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 talk about Obama and what his his policy is on on just walking over our border. I, I agree with him. Yep. I, I'm not being facetious. No. I, I, I was hoping he was going to do that on the address yep. he did last week. Absolutely. Oh, likewise. I think I, it's coming, though. Uh, yeah. I think it's coming. I, yep. I'm not sure about the State of the Union, but I think it's coming in yep. some way, shape, or form. No doubt. Hey, thanks, Dave. Appreciate the call, buddy. Uh, let's pound through the phone lines here. I'm going to try to get to as many as we can. Uh, let's welcome Ray in Buffalo. How are you, Ray? Hey, fellas. How's it going? Good. Terrific. Hey, listen. You know, after Trump went ahead and had the meeting with – the uh, the heads of the congressional uh, committees and Pelosi and and Schumer, I, and after Jim Acosta did his idiotic <laughs> to the border. Okay, hey, everything is fine here. It's really calm and everything. Um, I think Trump played these guys like a like a vice. He's playing every one of them. Like I agree. He has he from the from day one. He has been very strategic. Way smarter than anybody, even in the, his own party, has given him credit for. Yep, like a and some of the things that that some of the Republicans says, why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Well, guess what? He continued to win. That's why he was doing it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go back and read the book, The Art of the Deal, again because I think yep, he has too. figured it out. Yep. A, a big part of it, though, Ray, is actually having a set of stones. Which no nobody doubt. in that position is well, had. And, and believing what you say. Not on the yes. Republican side. You know, having, having, not just saying things for the sake of saying them, but yeah. actually having it, be, yeah. you know, it and, comes from a, a, comes from a, I think, a place of yep. core beliefs. Yep. That's right. Having strength and, in your convictions. And your core right. belief of not needing to be reelected again, but That's actually right. caring about, the American you know, people. the American people and what's happening today. Well, you know, I got, I, I came to the conclusion just recently, especially watching how this came together and thinking about where Trump's coming from with, you know, uh, his ties in TV, and he he knows how to, you know, uh, to fashion this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Here he has these guys on camera. Yep. Pelosi. I'm, uh, I won't give a dollar. Mm-hmm. Go That's ahead right. and, and secure our border and safeguard American lives. Yep. And, and then you right. play all the pictures. By the way, the new Republican the committee uh, is awesome. um, commercial is yeah. doing a big big chunk but of that. Right? They need to play that, though, in every single market, yep. round the clock on TV, and they're not doing it. And that's where the Republicans right. should be spending money right now. Ray, that's thanks right. so much for your call. That's yeah. going to do it for us today, folks. I'm so sorry. Look, we didn't get to Sue and Dave yeah, and John. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
If you need us throughout the week, folks, if you're concerned about the volatility or if you just want to use us as a resource, again, feel free to call us at the office, 633-1515, again, 633-1515. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FinGuys, like us on Facebook, and again, use our website as a resource, financialguys.com. On behalf of Mike Lomas, I'm Glenn Wiggle. On behalf of Ron Wasco as well, thank you for joining us and Dave Mariocker. We are the Financial Guys. We'll see you next week right here on News Radio 930 WBEN.